Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Tanya, is that another pair of Zennies? I'm obsessed. Every time I'm on the site, I buy a new pair. How many do you have? I've got my pink cat eyes, mirror aviators, round wire rims, clear yeah, rectangles. Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot. Tortoise that... shells, black aviators, rimless sunglasses. Tight for real? Oversized ovals, purple cat eyes. Zenny.com offers thousands of eyewear styles starting at just $6.95. Find your perfect pair or two today. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. And welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. If you could please subscribe to Digital Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. Let me know how I am doing. But this week is the Battle of the First-Person Shooters, or FPS. I'm going to be talking about Call of Duty Warzone. I'm going to be talking about Halo Infinite Campaign and... My impressions of Battlefield 2042, only the all-out combat, because it's the one I've been playing the most. Haven't got a chance to play Breakthrough, and I haven't had a chance to play too much of Portal, but I did enjoy a little bit of it. But let's get on with the show. And first off, Call of Duty Warzone came out with its new map, World War II type theme, and well, people don't like it. It's kind of an eh type of a moment coupled with the fact that it's been eh with call of duty vanguard i played a little bit of it i really wasn't too impressed with it i was just like this just feels like another call of duty game which is about pretty okay considering just what call of duty black ops cold war was all about the problem is is that since modern warfare the reboot the previous or the next two Call of Duty's have just never been as good or recapturing the magic of what Modern Warfare actually did. So there's a problem there, and it's just that people aren't just really happy about it, which I don't know if it's just 2021 and we're just very cynical about it, but it just seems like a weird dichotomy of just how bad FPS games have been for the most part. Now, I feel like I have to mention that Halo Infinite is a little bit different than this, but they also took a lot more time in their development and basically just went, yep, we have to make more time for it. But all in all, there's changes. Plus, with the new anti-cheat, maybe this will help with getting rid of cheaters to a certain extent. I know Battlefield has had a huge problem with that, and even now Halo Infinite is starting to have a problem with that on PC because it's just one of those things where people like to cheat. It's not fun. I agree with you. I basically empathize with people what it is, but going back to Call of Duty, I actually haven't played the new Warzone yet because, well, I'm on a laptop, not in my actual regular setup, so if it's the audio quality is a little bit different, it's because I'm basically remote in a way. I'll be remote again in the coming week in New York, so it should be interesting to see how well that does. The room acoustics is, isn't the best, but I'm working with what I've got. Anyways, it's it feels like Call of Duty is losing the battle and Activision just losing the battle in general because they keep on messing up with everything they've been doing. Even me, the most kind of in the middle of the road going, well, we don't really know what's actually going on right now. We should wait out for it. It just doesn't look good for them in general. But 
Call of Duty just needs to have another Modern Warfare moment, and Vanguard didn't do it. Black Ops Cold Cold War, or yeah, didn't do it as well. It's just terrible. Now moving on to Battlefield 2042, and it's been the most controversial, polarizing game forever now. I mean, Battlefield 5 was that, but now this one has taken its place. People are upset about it. There is performance issues. I still have been having fun with it. Yeah, I know the specialists aren't the best thing in the world, and they probably should have, well, really playtested that a little bit more. Now, I can only speak on All Out War. I haven't really played Breakthrough. I don't really care about any of the other modes, to be honest with you. I liked Rush on Battlefield Bad Company 2, and it's actually fun on Portal when you're playing Bad Company 2. But all in all, I've been actually having fun. Now, I have noticed a difference in performance between my 3090 and 3080 laptop. If I'm in a helicopter or plane, it does have some issues with it. I also think there's issues between Windows 10 and Windows 11, and I will actually do a little bit of recording for that to show you the difference between it, because when I was doing Windows 10, I was actually getting pretty good performance on it, and then Windows 11, I'm getting okay performance on it. It's a really weird thing going on, and I think it might be the VBS, the virtualization, the new security protocols within Windows 11, but I not really for sure. I'm going to do a little bit more testing for Windows 11, revert back to Windows 10 because it's just better for gaming, I think, and then show you. But all in all, I've been having a good time with it. Yeah, there's issues with it, but what Battlefield hasn't there been issues with it? Battlefield 1 had its issues. Battlefield 4, which is the direct sequel to it, had massive issues where everybody's like, well, it had more content and you couldn't play it for a year and a half. So... The Battlefield Company is very interesting because they always forget about the last one and how terrible it was and go, this one's the worst one. And then the new one comes out and be like, no, this is the worst one. It's like, well, do you remember the last one that you complained about? Because I have a stinging suspicion that you always forget the previous one that you had an issue with. And it's just, that's just how it is. I've been having good. Is it a 10 out of 10? No. by any stretch of the imagination, just too much performance issues, too many issues, not really playtested very well. Map design could have been a little bit better. They could have actually added more, especially the 128-player ones. They needed to add more points or capture points to some of the zones that they actually were harking upon and being like, zones are great, this is how you get to do it. And I do think they need to add like extra perks to it as well. I do think specialists can stay in the game as long as they are basically tied to their class system and they need to use that a lot better so the recon class can usually use sniper rifles and specific things the assault class can use specific things specific weapons and specific gadgets and so on and so forth it can still work within the frame of battlefield but they need to actually do that i don't think it's a great idea I also think there's an issue with people just complaining about the vehicles. Yeah, in the beginning, the bolt was pretty bad. The hovercraft was bad. But I just don't think we knew how to play. I do think the hovercraft needed to be nerfed on the health because it was so nimble. It was hard to actually take down. But you also had other ways of disabling it. Once you kind of unlocked the EMP grenades, they were very helpful with doing it. And also with 
one of the specialists, being able to hack it, even though it took a little too long. I think they need to actually buff it just a little bit, maybe four second hack for vehicles, not six and whatever it is for infantry. But I don't think vehicles are as overpowered as people are complaining about. I just think people just don't know how to play with teammates and we didn't have everything unlocked. Do I think they need to add a lot more weapons and a lot more gadgets? Yes. Do I think they need to add a lot more vehicles to the map sometimes? Yeah. I think there needs to be non-combat transport vehicles like the basically ATVs, motorcycles, something like that to add it where we can get to the action a lot quicker. I do think a scoreboard is fine for those that want it. I don't really care about it because I feel like people really just hark on that too much to the point where it's just not that great of, it's not that great of a thing. It was one of the things like, look at the scoreboard. I'm better than you because I had more kills to dust. And it's like, well, are you actually playing the objective or not? So to me, that didn't really bother me too much. It's a little weird to see it, but it didn't bother me too much. The I can't get out of a squad or leave a squad to join a different squad. That's a big deal. And also, yeah, they need to up it to about eight instead of four because it's more players, bigger maps, bigger squads. I think that would be a, a lot useful. Do I think that they probably released it a little too early? Yes, they probably should have taken a lot more time in fixing the issues. But all in all, I'd probably give it a 6 out of 10. It's fun. You can have fun. But you need to understand that every Battlefield game is broken. I don't know how to explain it, but every Battlefield game that releases is always broken. Plus people whining that there's no team deathmatch, which I don't think a lot of people actually play to be honest with you. Plus, you can actually do that in Portal. If you want to play Team Deathmatch, play it in Portal. Why do people not understand this? They're like, well, we need to have it on the front screen. Play it in Portal. Find a game in Portal to play it. It's not that difficult, people. Why? I, I just, I swear the younger generation for PC gamers are just so just not understanding how to fix things on their own. Anyways, that's my rant for that. And we're going to move on to Halo Infinite. All right, moving on to Halo Infinite. And surprisingly, having that extra year of development did help it quite a bit. I was very surprised at how good it plays. There are a few issues with it, and I'll talk about that in the campaign. But all in all, it's actually pretty good. Now, there is a few issues with multiplayer. One, the progression system is actually pretty bad. They should have never done what they're doing you should just be able to get xp because you play the game not because you basically complete challenges because a lot of times challenges are the antithesis of playing the actual game because you have to get something or so many kills on a type of weapon and it's not really conducive to playing the game sometimes so that's a big problem and also just some of the games I don't like very much, but they should have a playlist or at least allow you to check a playlist to specific games that you actually want to play. That is something that Call of Duty actually does quite well, but this one not so much. So there we are. Now moving on to the campaign. The campaign is actually pretty good. I actually like the open world environment. I kind of like where they're going with this. 
I like the feel and look into it. It looks really good regardless. And the biggest problem I had is that I played it once yesterday and then left, try to get back into it. And then it would load into when Microsoft game services and it wouldn't let, let me actually play it. And the problem was is that I had the HD textures downloaded and apparently I should have taken those off to play it. But that's a huge bug that made no sense to me whatsoever. The game's great and it runs great. But that one, I was like, I don't like this very much. This is not very good. So all in all, I would give this from my initial impressions. I haven't completed the campaign yet is leaning towards an eight or nine out of 10 for coffee cups, no matter what, but it's really, really good. It feels good. I like where they're going with this. I feel like it's open world enough, but not too open world where it's a little too much. Like you can't travel around the whole ring. It's just section of the ring, which is fine. And I like that part. I like going back to the old school way, but I kind of like doing new enemies, but I get it. People love fighting the, the covenant with, or the banished now, which are kind of a sec, uh, faction of the covenant, but that type of alien race, they like doing that. So that's fine. I do have some issues with the campaign is that, Really, no enemies are running around with vehicles whatsoever, but it feels a little empty when it's a battle going on or supposedly a battle going on, but it's not really a battle going on. So it's very weird in that type of sense. I like to see a little bit more enemies roaming around with vehicles and make it a little bit tougher. But beyond that, it's it's still a really good game. It's not terrible at all. I enjoy it. This is a fun experience and I like that it's injecting new life into the Halo franchise because it needed some new life into it. But all in all, my picks would probably be Halo Infinite is top, Battlefield is the middle, and Call of Duty is in the bottom. Like Call of Duty has got to do something. I think they should stop doing yearly releases and go back to a bi-yearly release. This way they can flesh out a lot of things and actually utilize their game a lot more uh, people would not be upset with playing call of duty for two years like vanguard for two years people would not be upset about it at all but i don't think under this ceo they're going to do that for quite a while unless there's new blood injecting be like look it just go back to two years it's fine to do two years you give enough people to play the game and get used to the game yeah it gets a little stale but it's fine because a little stale is fine and into the new one instead of buying it and waiting for a year and being like, oh, great, now what do I get to play? Well, this one's not as good as the last one, and there's a deterioration on it. So that's it. Plus, with Battlefield, Battlefield and EA just need to actually be in innovative and not follow trends. You follow trends, you will not work very well. And so if they're doing a hero shooter, they shouldn't be doing that. That's not Battlefield. I don't care what they think it is. That's not Battlefield. Should they have leaned into a more Escape from Tarkov? Yes, Hazard Zone's not quite at it yet. I haven't really played it because I want to play it with people. I don't want to play it with randos because there's no VoIP. So what's the point of playing it with random people? You just need to play that with friends. But all in all, I got to give to 343 Studios and Microsoft for having the, I guess, the boldness to delay the game for an entire year to make sure that it actually works well 
and properly. And maybe EA and Activision should learn from them and make, go like, with deadlines, there's deadlines. We need to do deadlines. Nope. Either do it right or don't do it at all or delay it so you can do it right and get better sales that way. Anyways, what do you think? Do you like Call of Duty? Do you like Battlefield? Do you hate Battlefield? Do you hate Call of Duty? Do you love Halo the most? Let me know in the comments below. And thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. And let me know how I'm doing. And join me next week as I talk about what's going on in the PC gaming industry. All right, guys. Stay safe. Enjoy the games that you like to play. And see you next week. Later.